Hi friends, I'm Ron Longwell, and I'm glad you're here today for the inaugural episode of the Jesus Society podcast. I'm uh, coming to you uh, today from the spacious Jesus Society um, studios, which basically means I'm in my sunroom, uh, sitting at my desk with a cup of coffee right beside me. So, not pretentious really at all here. <laughs> uh, today, uh, what I want to do in this inaugural episode, I, I just want to introduce the podcast. I want to talk a little bit about what I intend for it to become and what you as listeners can expect um, as we move forward. As we get started, I want to talk a little bit about myself because um, some of you don't know me, although when you just start a brand new podcast, really the only people that are going to be listening to you are people that already know you. Um, and if you already know me, hi, good to see you again even though I can't see you. Hmm, why did I say that? Anyway, some of you, though, are going to find this and have no idea in the world who I am. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I um, grew up in um, the great state of Pennsylvania, the Keystone State. I have lived in uh, the state of Washington. Uh, I've lived in Montana. I have lived in Texas twice. I've lived in the state of Indiana, and I've lived in Tennessee twice. And Tennessee is where I currently live. Uh, I've been married to uh, the most wonderful woman in the world for 25 years. Uh, we have a son who just graduated from college and is trying to make a career in the music industry. He is our pride and joy. Uh, we have a dog named uh, Sadie who keeps us entertained around here. I have been a Christian for nearly 30 years now. Um, I have a uh, graduate theological education, which means I've been to seminary. And I tell people sometimes that I'm a recovering church minister. Um, I have worked with churches in Indiana, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Tennessee, and I'm not currently working with a church in a formal capacity, um, which is why I say I'm recovering. And that little tantalizing bit of information will come out more probably as we get into this. Uh, you're going to hear more about all that stuff probably in the episodes to come. So um, we've, we've called this podcast the Jesus Society Podcast. What is, what is that all about? Well, my little tagline for this is um, the Jesus Society is an ongoing conversation about relationship, renewal, and purpose in the kingdom of God. Uh, it's going to be a, a scripture-soaked podcast um, for people um, like you, hopefully, like me, definitely, who are learning uh, to rest in the love of the Father as we build better relationships with others and sort out God's calling in our own lives. So what are we going to talk about? Well, um, a lot of things, a lot of things. Basically, everything that could touch the Christian life is fair game. Um, some things in specifics uh, that, that, that we'll talk about. Some of these will be individual podcast episodes. Some of this stuff will... Um, sort of cycle in and out of a lot of episodes. Um, we're going to talk at length about how to develop an intimate relationship with God. I've talked to a lot of Christians over the years who, um, they're Christians, they're valid, they're saved, they're, they're going to go to heaven when they die, but an awful lot of them um, would not really describe their relationship with God as intimate or even personal. Um, God is a, to them is a, and, and this is to me too. This was to me for a lot of years. This uh, applied to me. 
God is a, a dis, kind of a distant, almost unknowable God. I do not believe that that is what God intends for any of us. So we're going to talk about how to how to develop a, a bit more of an engaged, intimate relationship with God the Father. We're going to talk about um, sound doctrine now. For some of you, that just me saying that may get your hackles up. It may uh, bring to mind all sorts of negative kinds of things. We've um, had churches for years that have... Um, profess to be uh, uh, proclaiming sound doctrine and they've they've sometimes come across as uh, arrogant or mean-spirited or um, uh, ungracious um, or fill in the blank with whatever uh, whatever idea comes to your mind when you hear that term but let me tell you what I mean by that so I'm sort of focusing in on the word sound so when we we use that word sometimes uh, for those of you who are into horses, sometimes we'll talk about a horse being sound. We'll talk about sound reasoning. Um, we'll talk about um, uh, other things that we'll use that, that word sound to designate health, life, vitality. Okay, so that's the way I'm using it. When I talk about sound doctrine, I'm not so much talking about right doctrine, although I will say I'm very much more a fan of correct doctrine than incorrect doctrine, obviously. But when I talk about it, I'm thinking about healthy doctrine, healthy theology. And healthy theology, healthy doctrine, is that which produces life, that which produces health, that which leads to a healthy engagement with God, a healthy engagement with others, a healthy concept of self. Um, so... I, I think healthy theology leads to healthy spirituality. Healthy spirituality leads to healthy relationships with, with God and with others. Healthy relationships then lead, lead to a meaningful engagement with and an impact on the world around us. So I think healthy or sound doctrine is foundational to everything that God wants us to be and to do in this world. And it is, it is full of life and beauty and goodness, um, not the other stuff that you sometimes think of when you think about sound doctrine. So we're going to talk about that. In fact, that that concept is going to kind of lace its way through most everything we do here. Um, we're going to talk about the importance of love and how love absolutely transforms our relationship with God and others. We're going to talk about learning to rest in the love of, of God. Um, we're going to talk about how to live um, love with others without, without agenda, how to live love freely uh, and generously with the world around us. Love is very important. Scripture says that. So, uh, in fact, my conviction is that obedience, which is, a, which is another thing we'll, we'll touch on, um, I don't know about you, but I simply will not obey anyone that I do not trust. And I do not trust someone who I do not believe loves me. So if we want people to be obedient to God, they're not going to do that if they don't trust God. And they're not going to trust God if they don't really believe down deep that God loves them. So that's kind of one of my core beliefs in all this. So we're going to talk about the, 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 the bedrock principle of love and how important that is. We're going to talk about 
the importance of healthy Christian relationships, how, how not to be a spiritual loner, um, how to have, have good, healthy, loving, life-giving relationships um, that are reciprocal with, uh, with other Christians. We're going to talk about some of the many, many, many ways in which we, we have tended to misunderstand Scripture uh, on a variety of fronts to our own detriment. We're going to talk about freedom in Christ. What is, what is freedom in Christ? What does that really look like? Um, and what are some misconceptions about that? And how do we, how do we get there? Um, we're going to talk about a bunch of church words, um, words that we use in church that I have found sometimes people don't really understand. So words like righteousness and justice and sanctification and atonement and worship um, things like that. And there's another long list of things. There's no, many more words than that. Um, along with that, uh, we're going to talk about why word studies sometimes are not always the absolute secret to understanding a passage that some people would like to believe they are. Um, said another way, how do we make the most of word studies without making more of them than, than we should? We're going to talk about how to read the Bible for yourself and actually get something out of it. Uh, you know, a lot of us um, have started Bible reading programs every year, and we, you know, we get through Genesis, and you know that's pretty good, and Exodus, and that's pretty good, and then we get to Leviticus, and that's where it all goes south <laughs> for a lot of us. Um, how do we how do we read Scripture? How do we understand Scripture? How do we how do we appropriate it in a way that is meaningful and life giving? Because I believe. Scripture is life-giving. Uh, I had a friend who used to say, and I, I, I've come to say this a lot too, um, there is life in this book. And those who spend time there will have life in them as well. I believe that. Scripture is important. Um, so, but wait, there's more. <laughs> so I had to throw that in. Um, what, is, what does leadership look like in the kingdom of God? What's it supposed to look like? And why do we see that far too little in a lot of our churches? We're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about how to come alongside someone to lead them to Christ and then on to maturity without being pushy or manipulative or any of the weird things we sometimes do when we're trying to be evangelistic. Um, what does that look like in a, in a healthy, meaningful, relational kind of a way. Um, we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about what Christianity should look like in an increasingly post-Christian society. Um, if you don't know, uh, church attendance is on the decline and has been for a number of years in this country and, and throughout uh, many parts of the Western world. Uh, Christianity is exploding in places like Africa and the Middle East. Um, but it is in steep decline here in the United States where I live and, and in most of the Western world. So what do we do about that? Why, why is it in decline? What, what can we do to, to, to kind of revitalize Christianity in the West? Um, I've got some convictions about all that, so we'll talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about some of the great Christian songs um, music. I love music. Music has always um, been something that speaks very deeply to me. So we're going to talk about some of the some of the great Christian songs. It'll be 
ancient hymns and modern classics and why why the messages that some of them offer are, are just so, so important uh, to us. Um, we're going to talk about how to find your, your calling from God. I believe that every single one of us as Christians has a calling from God. I believe God has given each of us gifts that he intends for us to use uh, for the blessing of others. But in my experience, that uh, when I was kind of coming up as a Christian, it was that was hard to sort out. I, I didn't. There weren't a lot of helpful. Um, I, I didn't feel like there were a lot of helpful um, instructions on how how to how to figure out what your gifts are. What what gifts have God given you? Um, how do we use those to to bless the world? What's God's call on your life? We're going to talk about that. That's important. Some of you are, are really in love with God and you really want to serve others, and so you're considering going to seminary. Uh, is that worth it? Is that a good choice? We're going to talk about that. I've spent many, 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 many years um, in, in seminary, and I have some convictions about um, whether it's worth it. Um, I think it can be worth it, um, but I don't think it's right for everybody, and I think um, you need to know what you're getting into if you decide to go to seminary. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, we're also going to give you the opportunity to ask questions. Um, as we talk about these and many, many other things, um, questions are going to come up in your mind, and you're going to say, hey, wait, I don't understand this, or that leads me to think about this. There's going to be an opportunity for you to ask questions, and we're going to try to deal with uh, as many of those as, as we can, because even though this is me talking on this podcast, I really think of the Jesus Society as a society, as a community. Uh, you're part of that. Uh, so am I. Um, so I want this to be a bit of a dialogue to the extent that that's possible. And along with that, it's not going to just be me talking all the time. I'm going to have some guests, um, some some people that I have met over the years who I think are really walking effectively with God and engaging the world around them. Uh, we're going to talk to them uh, off and on and um, try to learn some things from somebody other than me um, that can uh, that can help us in our lives and in our walk with God. So why am I doing this? Well, this is a bit of a personal story. This podcast grows out of a, a deeply personal place with me. I have been a Christian since 1991, and for the first 20 years of my walk with God, I, I served God the best I could, but largely out of my own strength and my attempt to just simply follow the rules and do what I thought I should. And it wasn't all bad. Um, there were some very good things that happened in those first 20 years. Um, people were blessed. I was blessed. But if I'm honest, it often seemed more like my agenda than God's agenda. God often seemed distant as I was engaging in ministry for him. Um, it was almost like, um, like I was saying, God, this is where I'm going. I hope you come along. Um, starting in 2008, my relationship with God changed. Uh, I had just I was just coming out of a very difficult ministry situation and on the on the heels of that I was tired and hurt and burnout. 
And I spent about six months just sitting with the Lord. And I basically told the Lord what Moses told him when he was coming up out of Egypt. Moses said, and I said, if you don't go with me from here, I don't want to go. Well, the Lord met me there in that low spot, and he began teaching me, and he began teaching our whole family what it really means to trust him and what it really means to walk with him. And I also began learning about the kingdom of God. Now, I don't know about you, but in in my background, uh, I had always been taught that the kingdom of God was the church. It was just a kind of a synonym for the church, period, end of discussion. But the kingdom of God is much more than that. The kingdom of God is about something God has had in his heart since creation. Um, and for me, there were, there were basically three areas in, in my life that I needed some growth and some transformation. Uh, some of it involved um, an under, underdeveloped theology. I had had some education, um, but there were pieces missing uh, at that point. Um, some important pieces that I needed to sort out. Some of it involved underdeveloped spiritual practices, the, the spiritual rhythms that we put in place in our lives to balance and orient our lives toward God so that he can transform us. Um, for, for years, for instance, I, I would get up and I would read my Bible every day and then I would pray. That meant just sort of reading through the text and then offering God my list of wants. And that was it. But I never felt really engaged with God, which we talked about a little bit already, and we're going to talk more about. So there were some, there were some spiritual practices that I needed to develop that, that were really, really turned out to be very, very helpful. Some of it also came down to simply learning to cooperate with God and to respond to His leading to realize that he is far more accessible and involved in the affairs of my life and this world and my ministry than I had really ever thought he was. More like asking God where I should go and waiting for him to tell me than, as I said before, God, I'm going this way. Why don't you come along? So, so I was learning about all this stuff. Um, and God was recalibrating me, and he was teaching me, and he was, I'd learned some things about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a, is a society of God-formed people living in God's love, letting that love permeate the way that they relate to their fellow man, and, and showing the world uh, visibly what life with God and with others is really supposed to look like. Um, Israel was to function that way in their world. They were a, a people for God's own possession who were to be a light to the nations, the scripture says. Well, today, Christians, Christ followers, are the kingdom of God, but we're not without responsibility in our world. We're, we're charged, as Israel was, to show the world what life with God is like and how that life with God directs our life in community with others. And here's what that means. It means we, among all people in the, in the world, in our society, in our communities, we ought to have better relationships than anyone. We ought to care for the poor 
and the mistreated and the, the downtrodden better than anyone. We ought to be the most trustworthy people. We ought to be the kindest people, the, the fairest people, the most decent people, the, the people in any given community that everyone wants to be like and wants to be around. We have a, a compelling witness to offer the world of life with God, and we do that in community with one another. But let's be honest, we're not always that, are we? Um, Christians don't always have the best reputation in their community. And we're going to talk about some about why I think that is and, and how, how we can become that. So that's kind of where I'm coming from in this podcast. In a nutshell, we're going to be talking about what life with God in the kingdom looks like, how we can orient our lives toward him so that he can transform us, making us like him so that we can pass that life on to others because you, you cannot give what you do not have. So for me, that's relationship, renewal, and purpose in the kingdom of God. And with that, I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, we plan to produce a new episode once a week, every week. So I hope uh, you will stick with us at least long enough for, to, for us to get really embedded in your lives. No, no, no. I, I hope you find this helpful. And I hope you'll stick with us and, and engage in the conversation. Um, I hope you'll subscribe. So please do that. Um, we would appreciate it if you'd tell others about uh, the podcast. If you enjoy this show, please uh, rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts, Google Play, if that's where you uh, go. But thanks for listening, and I hope you'll be back. I really do. And remember, you are greatly loved.